Queer Theory is a podcast challenging anti-blackness through discussions of global, local, and popular culture from the perspective of Afro-Canadians who live different versions of ourselves to navigate everyday life. The podcast is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbeans, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Hello. Welcome okay. to episode 33 of the, the Black, Black Multiverse Theory, Theory Podcast, a podcast challenging anti-blackness through discussions of global, local, and popular culture from the perspective of Afro-Canadians who live different versions of ourselves to navigate everyday life. Okay. And this podcast is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Here we are again. Mm-hmm. Here we are. So, it's time for sports and sports. So, there's a new sport season that has started, and that's Sanaya's basketball. Basketball is in Sanaya's the star. Right. So, this is a tier three team. Tier three. Everybody knows that. He's glad. Tier one meaning. The, the best, best <laughs> tier eighty two meaning the worst. <laughs> I don't know how many tiers there are in eighty two. <laughs> so it is a tier three team. I've been. It's really interesting watching girls basketball progress from grade seven to grade twelve. That is also. I wish I had videos each year so that I could just make one running um, edit. Uh, but everybody has improved tremendously. The last week's game was against Fort Saskatchewan. Um, East Glen was leading them by like a solid 12 points for the majority of the game. They were no less than 10 points ahead. East Glen. And then in the third, uh, in the fourth period, for some reason, East Glen kept, was still trying to press break. And these girls were getting in between the press breaks. Um, or the four Sass girls, and for some reason they were taking their shots and they were shooting, and it was definitely working out for them. So I was having a heart attack from the mezzanine. I was like, slow it down, slow it down. You don't need to do that. They need the ball. They will come get the ball. They will slap you in the process. Relax, right? Basketball moms. Perhaps. (laughs) So really like just sweating and in the mezzanine on my knees on like this on the railing but on my knees because if I'm standing up I'm flipping over the railing like I'm so riled up anyway for um for sask for sask comes back to tie at at 7.2 seconds left whoa in the game I was cussing, covering my face with cussing. Oh, it was so terrible. And then they put it uh, the ball into this girl's hands. I believe her name is Theo. And I just saw her slow down time. And it's what I saw the look on her face, she just had calm and peace on her face. And she just, bloops, delivered it into the basket. So we ended up winning by two points. <laughs> 40 to 42. So the girl who scored the last one, she was she was fully submersed and her energies were 
uh, fully aligned. I watched fully it all line up. With she the was multiverse. right. She was. She was right in the center of everybody. Right when the clock was about to turn, her face just went really calm, and she she almost smiled that she knew she had it. And there was no no nothing but net. There was no rim, no nothing. She just delivered it into the basket. Yeah. So they won. Um, they went into a tournament this uh, weekend. They have not fared as well in the tournament because I didn't know this and I don't know why, but all tears are allowed in the tournaments. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> Force and I like, Mom, the girls were so tall. So <laughs> they had a rough one. Um, 80 to eight, 84 to 8. They <laughs> They beat them. What? <laughs> they beat them. What? I, said, <laughs> I said, what? There's no, is there, to eight? I said, is there no mercy rule? No mercy. <laughs> she was like, no. <laughs> so, Noel kept hitting me because he's like, what's wrong with you? Because I'm like, oh, there's no way you could have won. Why do they mi mix up the tears like that? Like, it doesn't even make sense. She's like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I'm like, well, it's an exhibition game. It doesn't matter. She's like, mom, those girls were so tall. And it was like McNally, who beat them? It wasn't McNally. It was, was some it, other. School. Was it was it a Reb tournament? I don't know what that word is. <laughs> the Reb tournament was the classic Rebels from JP. They have Rebels. Page, yes, Jay Percy Page is the ones who beat them eighty-four to eight. I was like, oh, it's Page. That's what I said. I literally was like, oh. JP <laughs> is actually Jasper Place, though. Oh, okay. They but have, it was J. Percy Page. The, the, oh. They have a Reb tournament. And what they normally do is invite a high school team from the United States to come and smash them. Oh, geez. This <laughs> is like, the, I think this is called the Blue Devils Classic or some such thing. Mm. So they, they do have this. The, the Blue Devils have the first tournament of the year. And I have no idea why they mix the tears up. No clue. It's okay, mom. Yeah, but um, I did not watch those games. I would have been had a freaking heart attack. I think. <laughs> I think probably one of my biggest. <clears throat> I think one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't coach Sanaya in high school basketball. Mm. But also, also maybe the savior of our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever multiverse that is, where I coached her, we certainly do not talk. They're not friends. And she's for sure rebelling against me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But that I was it. A, I have a different take on the coaching thing. Yeah? Yeah. You've never seen me coach. <laughs> it's not about coaching. It's just about me, <laughs> particularly. Agreed. Mm. It could be a problem. Yes. Okay, you go. Well, tell me how the boys. What happened in the boys' so soccer f uh, fiasco? Fiasco. Mm -hmm. um, Naraya, the last two games, Naraya has lost the last two games, and he was really upset about losing and wanted to stop being a goalie. Now, mind you, he only lost by like one point each game. Yeah, but when you're like so good at being the best i was talking to like another coach uh, for the for the girls team and she said and her daughter is the goalie and her daughter is you know getting down on herself too because they feel like they let the team down they're the ones that let oh. everybody down 
It's a lot. That goalie position, that is a lot of stress. It's rough. So um, we had him come out Mm -hmm. um, yesterday's game. Uh, uh, There's only one coach. The other coach is in Las Vegas. On vacation. Having a good time, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he came out. As soon as he came out, scored the first goal. Boom. (laughs) He only got one goal scored on him in the first half because he was the goalie in the first half. And he only had one goal scored on him, and that was from his teammate. Mm-hmm. Got in there and this is a regular. This guy, yeah, he's he's he this scores on he scores on us a lot. <laughs> <laughs> his own teammate oh, gets confused and every time blasts it in the net. So you're like, guy. you're a, first of all, you're on defense. You shouldn't even be there. <laughs> the net. <laughs> in the position Why are you play. over here? Why? <laughs> but he's on our net, so he should realize that he's defending whatever net he's in front of because he's he's a defenseman. So, any, anyways, it, he they won the game. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was six or seven to one. So um, they switched out. He came out. He scored. Um, but then was really disappointed because the coach was teasing him and said, okay, I'll make you forward if you can score five goals this game. Which is the a impossible. setup. <laughs> the impossible. None of the teammates, none of his teammates have ever scored five in indoor soccer. And he pushed. I mean, the ball went, <laughs> the ball went um, ahead of him. Uh, somebody kicked the ball and it, it zoomed into enemy territory and there was nobody there but two defenders for the enemy uh, the enemy territory and next thing you know he just came out of nowhere just and I couldn't help but say out loud look at that speed I, 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 <laughs> it's, it's my son it was a reaction, it was a reaction. It's I was like, look at that speed and everybody's like oh, oh. <laughs> and he literally Literally, his speed, he just beat everybody. He was there, and he was getting to the net, and the goalie saved it with the back of his head, his face. There was a lot of <laughs> there were a lot of injuries <laughs> in that game, and it was all our players kicking the ball into their team. faces. Like, How many goals did he make? He got the one. Okay. That's excellent, though. It's yeah. soccer. Like, it's soccer. soccer is not even a five goal type of a game. It's soccer, he, but he got there. He got into the zone to score maybe six times. Okay. Like he could have very well scored the five, mm. but you know it just he Didn't wasn't. Yeah, he his ball placement um, was on point. It was all on net. It just was just at the goalie every time. It hit him in the face. Hit him in the nuts. Hit him in the back of the head. Just the goalie was saving with every appendage. Everything he had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Today, Nashawn had his game. Okay. Um, they've been on a streak, a little bit of a winning streak since nice. they teared up. He teared up as well. Yeah. So they both teared up. Um, they lost one game. I think their first game they lost. Mm-hmm. And then they haven't lost since. Okay. They got a hang of it. And then they went into the next tier, and they still haven't lost at all. So. Is there a big difference between indoor and outdoor? Yes. Um, uh, Outdoor, 
the field's huge. It's a massive field. Is indoor faster, faster paced? Indoors faster paced. There's outs are when it goes over the, the boards, but you can use the boards. Like if you're in the boards or, or low, you can bounce it off the boards and around the person. Oh, oh okay. So the board is not outlined outside. No, out, out but it, it's like hockey, right? So it only comes up to a certain height, maybe about four or five feet. So if it goes above that. There's a net. And if it hits that net. Then it's out. Then it's out. Okay. And also in the back by the where the goalie stands, there's a wall. And the wall goes up maybe about 20 feet in there. Oh. And if you hit that, then, then it's, it's still in. Oh. But if you go above that. Then it's out. And if the goalie kicks the ball and it hits the ceiling mesh, it's out. Okay. So stuff like that, it's out. Also, there's like 14-foot nets in outdoor, whereas here it's only maybe 10 feet. So it's harder to score. Yeah. Okay. It's not, but it is. Yeah. Gotcha. So there's, there's, there's that. And then also in indoor... Um, so in the U13s, they only have five men on and a goalie, whereas Naraya's team has six in the goalie. Okay. So, yeah. So there's just slight differences uh, between the two. Um, the type of shoes you wear on indoor is different. You, you don't want cleats inside there. You'll wreck up all the flooring and whatever, the turf mm -hmm. that's inside. To all right, there's special indoor shoes. Yes, you get the they're indoor like rubber, shoes. rubber yeah, soles. Yeah, they're just flat. Okay, they're just flat, and they're soccer shoes. So the top of it is hard, so you can make those boots, and the and the laces sometimes are covered depending on the shoe. Okay, but it's actually pretty good. So that is the soccer. That is the sports. The sports update for the update week. Update for the week. I was like going through these things that I, I shared on the um, multiverse scroll. Right. Our internal one. Yes. And it's interesting because the week peaked at a point and became like all the other stuff that I had that was like casual news stuff. Like, ooh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Everything else became, it became a really dangerous week all of a sudden. A lot of stuff happened. That is interesting. So what are some of the stuff that happened this week on the well, scroll? So one of the stories I started with sharing was that some lady um, called the police on a UPS guy. Mm -hmm. Because she said he made her nervous walking around with all these packages. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was mad weird. Um, but then we had to talk about we have to fast forward and talk about the police using that UPS truck and hostage as a shield in that shootout with those robbers who may or may not have even stolen any jewels. And another bystander died, like a completely total bystander. So There's a pure shootout in. Miramar. Miramar, the old stomping ground that I mm -hmm. used to I used to stomp around there. Did you? You know you know you bumped our whole camera situation. Did I? Anyhow, so yeah, there you go, you're fine. <laughs> that didn't work out. You need that red thing. 
the um, stick. The self red selfie stick. Yeah. Yeah, so um I guess part one, when I saw that ad, oh you know what? I we should be like on oh, the scroll, on oh, the scroll, sorry. That was our on the scroll lead in that we forgot. I actually did the on the scroll thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're mad I'm late, late, bro. <laughs> I'm super late. On the scroll. On the scroll. On the scroll. The scroll. Um. It's <laughs> rough. If anybody it wants to help us with the intro song. Yeah, if anybody feels like making jingles. Um. Oh, ASMR portion of the show. <laughs> I'm a I'm mukbanging over here. Did you? These old stale peanut <laughs> Mexican peanut. I do not done. understand why you were. All I smell is jalapeno <laughs> coming out of your mouth. I think this might be why my stomach is hurting. Would you stop with this? <laughs> wow, this is this is great. I took the ball It'll be okay. So, um, Frank Ordonez woke up. And started his first day of work as a UPS driver. And then before he knew it, he was caught in the middle of a um, shootout. These robbers were decided to... uh, They said it was an attempted robbery. So I'm not even sure if they actually like rob-robbed the place. Or if they tried to rob the place. And then the police came. And then um, this car chase ensued. And the car chase ensued across like seven counties or something. This is so bizarre. It's on my arm. The car chase um, ensued across seven counties. So, like, each county that people are going through, there's more officers and more officers and more officers coming. Anyway, they end up in Miramar, Florida, um, on the highway, using the very UPS truck that the robbers hijacked, which has a hostage in it, which is Frank Ordonez, the UPS driver. Um, using it as a as a shield, they end up killing the UPS guy, both of the robbers, and some other random person. That's just like some bystander. Insane. That's messed up. Totally. So the funny thing is, not funny, haha, but funny. Hmm. The funny thing is, is that the first time I saw the the article, it was like. The title was like police, 19 police officers from five different departments use civilians as human shields in rush hour traffic, killing an innocent, killing two, killing two and the perpetrators. Mm. So the title itself, I was like, what? And then they had video footage. They're circling the police and circling all these other SUVs, family with families in them, the police are putting these families and these people in between themselves. So it happens to be that four people died, including the robbers, including the two robbers, but many more people could have died. Like, very many more people, because they definitely put a whole bunch of people in between them. All kind of family SUVs type stuff. It was um, rush hour traffic, they said, as well. And then, after I saw that, they proceeded to scrub everything and now they're making it seem like dude was a hero Frank Ordonez they're like oh we're gonna make this guy a hero UPS went ahead and opened a go fund me 
for his funeral rather than just paying for it because what a GoFundMe for this guy's funeral wow. instead of just paying for his funeral and now it seems like they're making it seem like hey good job police I guess I guess not all police 19 police officers across five offices so 19 police officers how many police officers were killed no police officers were harmed in the shooting of this bad boys four. Bad boys four. On, so on dun, Miramar. Dun, 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 it's dun, the right area dun, too. Dun, Miami over there. Is it Miramar the hood? No, Coral Gables is. Oh, is that where it started? Yep. Oh, started in Coral Gables. Miramar is like. It's not the ritziest part of Florida. But, but it's fine. It's, it's okay. I mean, if you live there, you live there. Yeah. Anyway, what did you it's think sad. about that? You have no, no, no thing about that? Oh, I got lots of things about it. What do you think? It's sad. It's sad. The it's poor guy. Sad. Yeah, the poor guy um, started his first day on the job yeah. with UPS, you know. He probably was rapping in his basement or whatever, and then somebody said, "Go get a job, buddy." And he went to go get a job and got taken hostage and then killed on his first freaking day. First day. I'm a I'm a person who doesn't. And those people didn't even pay for your funeral, my bro. Yeah. I'll go freaking fund me. I was hoping that the with the GoFundMe Don't kill yourself for these jobs people. They're giving they're giving somebody like giving others the opportunity to donate. These jobs ain't loyal. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, that's a rough one though. The whole thing is insane to me. Okay. Yes, you're right. We did say we were gonna stop doing that. Um, I sent you a story about Delicious getting engaged, and you were like, "Yeah, why do we care about this?" Delicious, Delicious was from Flavor of Love, the show on VH1. Flavor of Love. But Flavor Flav came out to rebrand himself and re make himself relevant. After years and years of not doing anything, he started a show which allowed him to, it's kind of like The Bachelor, mm -hmm. but more dramatic. <laughs> I would take it, okay, yeah, okay. The, the Bachelor was more drama, correct? Way more drama. Okay. And so one of the episodes that I remember fondly as I started watching it is that Flav, Flavor would have the, these girls and they came from different backgrounds. Some were dancers, some were models, some were this, some were that. And they all wanted to be Flavor Flav's boo. Well, they all wanted the... Wifey. Okay. They wanted to be booed up. Okay. They wanted the um, exposure. With their business or whatever. Yeah. So there's one girl that was there, and they tell little things about each other. Oh, I like this, and I like this, and they talk about sexual positions and what they like. And 
So one girl, she was there and she was drinking champagne because she had made it to the next level. And as she went up the stairs, she pooped. And like she, on herself? She pooped and she was wearing a very tight, short dress. Mm. And she pooped and it wasn't loose. It was like a, a ball. And as she ran, she ran, like as soon as they said cut, she ran up the stairs and she pooped and it, it landed on the floor, on the ground. And she ran to the bathroom. And so. That's what you remember her for. Yeah, well, she, she, she went there and Flavor Flavor was like, wow, did she just poop on my floor? And. This is a PG version. I think it was like, did she just poop on my floor? <laughs> and, and then he was like, and then she, and then they were like, yeah. Yeah, he goes, man, I got to give it for her, man. She's got some balls coming up in here and, and acting so confident and pooping on my floor. <laughs> it was and like, I looked at him, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then the next, like right after commercial, he came back. He was like, I can't have her on the show. She just pooped on my floor. And he was like, I can't believe it, man. And that's the time they I realized. That's the that's what I realized I couldn't I couldn't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this show's not for me. This is not my type of show. I need I'm out. I'm out. Okay, that, I'm ahead out. That, that's the point where you realize like Yeah, I'm ahead out. There was a okay, that's the line. You were like, Oh That's that is the line. And that's what drew the line for a lot of reality TV for me too. Oh, you were like, oh, these people are doing all of the things. Because, it's too much. You know, and I and I would watch different um, reality shows. Mm -hmm. So one of the ones I used to watch was Billy the Exterminator. And I wanted to watch it because I was like, what is, what's so dramatic about Billy the Exterminator? And then I realized, just like Dog the Bounty Hunter, just like Flavor of Love, just like... Ray J trying to find love. All these different ones. They take simple, mundane things and make it overly dramatic. Sensational. By yeah, by using music, mm -hmm. by scripting it. A lot of it's scripted reality. So a lot of times people would be like, yeah, I'm not really going to engage you. Mm -hmm. And the producer's like, no, 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 no. You got to engage this person. Say this line. You have to. And you gotta say this line. Yeah. Next thing you know, did she just poop on my floor? <laughs> <laughs> you find these are the stuff you're gonna say mm -hmm. on it. So, yeah, it was, that's Flavor of Love. So, Delicious was one of the contestants on Flavor of Love. In fact, I believe she was the winner in the end. It was between her and a girl named New, New York. York. So, between her and New York, I think New York lost out. I thought Delicious lost too, and I thought somebody else completely won. Maybe, but New York ended up coming back because he that girl was like, "I'm out. I'm not with you." So he did another episode, Flavor of Love two, and then New York came back. She's like, "I don't even know why I'm here." And then they were kissing and all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, and I found myself saying to myself, "Why am I watching why this did again? Watch <laughs> why? How did I get here? I'm not supposed to be here. Did you just poop on my floor?" 
I see that how it's a slippery slope. Very, very slippery slope. Well, um, we'll get to the bottom of this story real quick. But um, she is marrying Raymond Santana. If you don't know who that is, that's one of the exonerated five, formerly the Central Park Five. Central Park Five. Who was depicted in Ava DuVernay's movie, who we spoke about earlier in the season, which is called When They See Us. So they've been having probably the best year ever, uh, deservingly so. And now uh, I guess people were like unsure of, as to what the status of their relationship was. They were dating. They were on each other's Instagram or something, and now they're married. The funniest thing about all of these women mm-hmm. that we mentioned, the girl who pooped on the floor, and the one who delicious and New York, Flavor Flav went through each one of them and named them. Like her name was Delicious because he named her that on the show. And we're still calling her that. Oh, and she still she has changed her name. Yeah, it's even spelled like D E E L I S H I S. Delicious. So we're dealing with the the um, Central Park Five. Mm-hmm. And he found love with her. Yeah, and now they're getting married. So congratulations to the two of them. Congratulations. Okay. Uh, Follow up on last week. Billy D. Williams says, I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) So those of you who don't know what happened, Billy D. Williams came out and said, I'm gender fluid. I Sometimes I like to be called a woman. Sometimes I like to be called a man. Then they came back to him 20 minutes later and said, what do you mean you're dead for He goes, what? I don't even know what that means. I'm not gay. I think <laughs> He did say he's not gay. He's like, I'm not gay. I don't he, know what that means. He's 82 years old. The man's 82 years old. Don't remember a thing. So what happened? I think what happened was that he was like, yeah, sometimes I, I think myself like he sometimes like a she. Like the statement that he said, I think the youngins were like, ooh, this is called gender fluid, and then labeled it. And he's like, what y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is the ramblings of an 80-something-year-old man. Like, but I think, I think, I think um, maybe that's what I think it is. I think because when I read the quote that they used uh, to come to that end, yeah, it's, it is describing... Just sort of not thinking of yourself as strictly any one gender. Not that you are gay, because you can still you can be gender fluid in your mind, but still have, I guess, hetero romantic relationships. It's all very complicated. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I think people label the description. Anyway, the Confusing. man came back and was like, "I don't know what y'all are talking about at all." He's eighty-two years old. I'm not like- gay. He's like, gender fluid? What? I don't even know what that means. Where are you? How'd you get in my house? <laughs> Who is this? Sandra! <laughs> Who's got the script? Are we doing this new Star Wars movie or what? <laughs> Where's the remote? <laughs> They're still using that guy. That guy doesn't even look like me. <sighs> Goodness gracious. So Childish Gambono or whatever they call him. Yeah. There's our elder Billy D. Williams stumbling Billy around D. in this new millennium. We're about to go into another decade mm. now. Into the, the oh, I was about to say dirty thirties, but we're not there yet. We're still, we're in, still the in the twenties. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't still even started the twenties. I'm a whole decade ahead, you guys. Mm. So um, that happened. 
Um, a couple interesting things that I read this week. Ooh. Um, apparently, Jay's well, actually, Saul Williams, the poet, he released um like a some an email that Jay Z wrote him talking about economic empowerment and pretty much telling him that his idea about it is not should not happen and it's like it seems a little a little coony you know but to each their own only you know just two two pretty well off people arguing about what they should do with their own money so i'm like okay <laughs> right <laughs> so that happened um i read a crazy um study about hair dye this week did i tell you about it so people who dye their hair yeah what do you got to say it was hair dye and hair straighteners but this is what blew my mind okay so you know i don't um participate in chemicals uh when it comes to all natural Mm -hmm. so we actually found out this is so crazy it was written in the journal of cancer that um, there's a discrepancy in between women who use box dyes on a regular basis and um, women who do not. So women who use box dyes on a regular basis, uh, the well, white women who use box dyes, box dyes on a regular basis, uh, their increase in of getting breast cancer. Gunshot. <laughs> Pull up the tune. <laughs> Pull up. Blow. Gunshot means rewind. <laughs> Gunshot means rewind. <laughs> what do they say? Money pull up? It's a gunshot pull up. Gunshot means fast forward. <laughs> we have spontaneously bursting balloons in here, folks. There's lots of balloons. There's balloons in here. They just pop whenever they want. They're finished now. <laughs> They're all walking out on the job. In any case, so yes, I'm sorry. Let me say this. So for white women dyeing their hair regularly, the risk of developing breast cancer seemed to increase by 7%. 7 percent. Seven. Okay. For black women, it increased by 45%. 45? <laughs> yes. And then, and then for what they call heavy usage, which for most women is regular usage, which means that you're dyeing your hair once every five to eight weeks. The increase was 8% for white women and 60% for black women. 60%, bro. Six, zero. So I guess me, I'm looking at this study, I'm wondering a couple of things. Like, is this because black women are more inclined to use the dark and lovelies and the dark and lovelies are worse? Or does it have to do with like, does it have to do with the quality of dyes that are marketed towards black women? Or does it just have to do with some genetic craziness? That's just like, this affects us worse. If I was making guesses, I would. I think it has to do with the product that's, that's marketed to the um, communities. But if I, you know, that's just a wild guess. Well, there's natural products like indigo. Yeah, so we do. I do color... You know, at Aphrodisiac Color with Henna. We haven't had a shameless plug in a little while. And also Indigo, which is a two-step process. So mm. we can get most br- reds and browns and burgundies. And that's really for, 
if you want to you're gray or what have you but not necessarily it doesn't change the color of your hair it's more like a stain so it's it's um it's light so anyway i thought that that was i i find insane. that a lot of times like with everything out there now in the world mm-hmm. all out in the different multiverses um that the stuff that tastes good, that works good, that feels good, mm-hmm. is usually the worst and most heinous stuff for your body. For you. Your body's like, no. But I actually love fruits and vegetables, though. Fruits and vegetables what, are great. Yeah, what winds up happening for me is that I have a severe sugar, um, what should we call it, addiction. Ooh. It's really, really bad. Hmm. So, um,. I want to also talk about. Do you have any scroll stuff? I did have one. Uh, Omarion. Okay, talk, talk, talk about it. Okay, talk about it. Omarion. Omarion's baby mama, April Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a little thing where his best friend from the B2K. Rasby? Uh, no, there's another one. Little fizzle, fizzle, fizzle whizzle. The little, little, little. <laughs> Is it l- little f- jazz, fizzle? <laughs> D-O-double, D-O-double dizzle? <laughs> Whatever his name is. <laughs> that dude was on the scroll and they were talking about R. it. R.I.P. that guy's name, by the way. <laughs> <sighs> well, you know what? I just do <laughs> I'm, I'm showing my colors here. I'm, I'm, I'm old. I yeah, but that was that's li- your time. Little deal oh, double Mar- Christmas Christmas. Oh, Mariana Rasby <laughs> was your time, bro. Swizzle, swizzle. I don't know what this man's name is. I cannot even with you. Go ahead. What did Omar? What happened with Mariana and Victoria? With April? Oh, sorry. <laughs> What happened with April and Omaria? Yeah, so they had a... A little fight? No. Um, Maybe? Yeah, kind of. Uh, so so she went on social media to say that she... All these guys are trying to holler at her. She, she's so cute. Mm-hmm. And then she slept with but little whistle dizzle. Omarion's friend? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. So that was what was on the scroll. And why it brought my attention, because Omarion was coming out with his album, which was going to be something I was like, okay, maybe we should check out this album coming up. But conveniently, it's in the middle of this big breakup between the two of them. Okay. Okay. Omarion. Omarion and April Jones. I wish the album, I wish the breakup triggered the album. That would have been better content. I'm pretty sure it did. Okay. Because from what I'm hearing. It happened. And he, that's how his output of creativity. <laughs> it's going. All right. It gets deeper and deeper. Sometimes that has to happen. I guess. Uh, this week, and maybe it's not so bad, uh, Pinterest and the Not Worldwide 
Two of the country's biggest online wedding planning platforms are changing their pro- policies to stop promoting wedding venues, wedding venues yes. and contents that romanticize sl- slave plantations. So essentially plantation people wedding. were having plantation weddings and the plantations specifically were like posting and their descriptors were like, you know, these lovely descriptors that were like, that's how it made me feel. But I, the, the, the weddings were taking place on plantations. Yeah. The previous plantations. Right. But people were like, yo, what is going on with this? Because needless to say, let me tell you something about black people. Black people make things right a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's not a surprise that these plantations are the most beautiful places to have your wedding. The black people blood we work hard tears. for hundreds of years on those, same <laughs> on plantations. those plantations to make them look Making nice. Making it nice, doing all that. So apparently the they um I think uh in the not they can be up there but they can't be described as or they can be on the listings like the listings but they they're not going to be up there as ads and descriptors and um they can't be um they're not going to use language like elegant and charming to describe you know i guess yeah plantations no, I don't know. I mean, if the place is elegant and charming, it's elegant and charming. Is it elegant and charming if it's a plantation? Uh, I don't think they're currently using it as a plantation. I know, but isn't the... I don't even want to go... I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, it's it's a place. If you repurpose, like, what if this place here, this loft we were in, was, was used back in the day to sell slaves? But now you've taken it over. You made it something beautiful. I mean, I would call it elegant and charming because you made it what it is. You're one, you're what? She feels like we should burn the place down to the ground. No, it's not that. Like, what's, what's it's saying? that people had these spaces and now white folks are still profiting off of the legacy of slavery. These houses are... Our legacies of horrible things that happened, hundreds of years of horrible things that happened, and the houses are are monuments to the pain and the blood that is on the land. The houses exist and are erected out of violence, and the houses housed violence and trauma. So those images even the images looking at a plantation i do not think oh what a lovely charming place i don't because i'm struck by the violence and the trauma i don't see when i see a plantation especially called plantation even manor or farm in parts of the south of course because there's rebranding but when i look at that framework even louisiana when i look at those i see plantations i see roots i see 12 years of slave i see django i see plantations so for me just ingrained in me i much like r kelly's music cannot consume it without like separate from the violence that's inherent in that thing and the violence that allows that thing to exist period 
the only way that the house can be there is that all this crazy violent terrible traumatic stuff happened that we haven't even figured our way around it's not like we took all the plantation houses and then repurposed them in some kind of way to forward the movement of black folks or they were all sold or the land is broken up or broken down or there's no kind of like reparative justice that happened around these houses nothing has happened to to move how we see the houses from those violent structures into just grassy woodsy cottony even cotton meadows like even driving in north carolina through tobacco fields and cotton fields it's like it's just very present still so I personally cannot separate myself from that. But, I mean, do you, Boof? That's what you're trying to do. I well, I, to I guess I have more questions. So, and uh, white folks are still profiting off of that violent past. So, uh, so, so, like, Tyler Perry, his place that he bought, is, is that a plantation or a studio now? Actually, Tyler Perry's thing, Neil, thanks, is not a plantation. When we went back and spoke about it before, we talked about being a Confederate army base. So it was an it's an mm. old Confederate army base that Tyler Perry, a black person who is problematic in his own ways and complex and complicated. But Tyler Perry, a black person, went ahead and make it made it a movie studio. So what I had said before is that I cannot look at a plantation that's owned and operated by white folks that's been rebranded to white folks to come and have charming so, weddings on that so has not have, had any kind of reparative. I hear you. Do you have that same sort of thought process when you see the White House? Yeah. I mean, what what is it about the White House that I should what? That it's like a slavery hub. And yeah, I don't look at the White House like, oh, it's lovely. Hmm. It's like that antebellum style house at all. It's like off putting. So, yeah, there is. And there's a lot of people who have even closer lived trauma to those kind of properties. We're way far away. There's people who still live on properties like that in Florida. True. Who who's who just have this relationship with the owners, quote unquote, and the white folks that live there believe that they take care of this black person who lives on some random house on the land and doesn't get any money. Still living literally in slavery. So, yeah, I can't do it. Can't see it. But um, to, I guess, y'all's point, uh, um, there was one of the wedding people that came back and was like, whatever. (laughs) Essentially, it's only those two, uh, Pinterest and The Knot, but there was a couple other uh, wedding companies that aren't going to do a dang thing about it. So... If you want your plant, if you want to be able to search your plantations, it'll still be searchable out there. Interesting. Yeah. Neil says he agree. He agrees with you. Okay. Yeah, I, I I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So okay. that is that was my thinking on that. But there was there are some um, other wedding type sites that were like, <laughs> you know, chill. <laughs> it ain't all that. <laughs> um. What else we got? We have um, an article about police shootings of unarmed black people linked to health problems in infants. Explain. Well, they actually tracked police shootings like um, in a certain area in L.A. And they found out that 
Um, they looked at the birth records of nearly 1,900 fatal shootings in California and the pe- black women who were pregnant during the shootings, they ended up having their babies sooner, lower birth rates, and longer persistent health problems in the infants. So it's definitely high stress rates and I guess the point is that it is an epidemic problem. We think about it like a police shooting as an issue that's limited to like one person who got shot mm-hmm. when realistically there's a ripple effect quite literally that that affects the entire community around that. Okay. Around that shooting. Yep. And that's it. What's happening in Canada? Well, first of all, let's go back to the scroll. Let's go back to the United States for a moment and the White House. Okay. They've been trying to peach uh, Donald, yeah boy. Donald Trump. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah. The 45th. 45th. And uh, the White House came through and was like, yeah, nope. I'm good. Nope, we're good. I just didn't go. We're not coming today. We're not coming today to the, to the beach. They ranks. skipped it. They're like, we don't think it's going to be fair, so we're not going. We're not going. Like, that is not how it works. The you referees guys. weren't fair last time, so I'm not going to the game. <laughs> they weren't fair. It's not fair. Which I learned um, too many. Neil says that the people in the states, black people especially. Black people in the states aren't aren't being shot; they're being hunted. I agree, um, but it's not unlike First Nations, Indigenous Canadians either, because that is it's not unlike it. And also American, um, mm-hmm. American First Nations, Native Indian. I don't know what to say. Mm. Um. What were you just talking about that made me trigger? It triggered me into something. We were just talking about the White House and Donald Trump, the 4-5. The 4-5. Yeah, boy. So um, somebody translated this entire thing that I want to read it. Okay. So the impeachment thing is kind of juicy. From what I've gathered, this is basically the tea. The United States is the GOAT on the world cha- on the world stage. Jordan in game six type stuff. And we have shooters on go all over the world for anybody that wants these problems. So the Ukraine comes in, center of the impeachment drama. Ukraine is homies. They're going to ride for us. So why? Because we look out for them by sending military aid to ensure that countries like Russia, who the ops, can't mess with them. So now, speaking of Russia, they are the wannabe United States, our biggest haters for decades, snakes in the grass. They are the ops. Pay attention now, because this is the T. In the 2016 election, when Trump was running for president, he reached out to Russia Mm -hmm. to get them to interfere with the election. And boom, the Hillary Clinton email scandal came up. Now he's trying to do the same thing this go around, but instead of undercutting Clinton, he's trying it with the boy Joe Joe. Trump hops on the phone, calls Ukraine the homies, and basically says, if you want us to keep looking out for you, making sure Russia don't get on, y'all, 
Um, I need to find some dirt on Joe because I'm trying to keep this seat in 2020. So basically, the president used the, his political power for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. And it's never supposed to go down like that. So no. pretty much that's uh, that's what's going on. That is the translation for all of this Senate impeachment nonsense. Well, it doesn't make much sense if the dude's not going to show up for the hearing. There has to be some checks and balances. You can't just not show up and then what? It just goes away. That's not how it works. They're going to go through the hearing. It's going to have to default. They're going to have, they might have to like get, they might, this guy might have to be physically removed from office, which is really what I'm hoping for. Do you think it's going to be a civil war? I'm hoping for him to get physically removed. Because you, you want him to get like, they want to. You know, I want them to drag to him out of the White House, kicking and screaming. Uh, throw him literally. Out, throw all his stuff on the street. I want him to be like, "It's Mr. Trump. It's time to go." And he's like, "I'm not leaving." To, yeah, I'm not leaving. Yeah, and then his people slowly turning their back on him while he's like screaming, and then them walking him out. That's what you want. Yeah. That's that ain't what I'm hoping happen. for. What's what? I'm really hoping for happen? an Amorosa you'll level. Have like, you'll have like six um, Secret Service agents loyal to him only. He's been paying them on the sly. Okay. And, and then when what he comes. What movie is this? And when he comes in, they'll be like, it's time to go, Mr. Trump. And he looks at the, the security guard and he winks at him. Like, pew, pew. Pew. Pew, pew. I saw this one. <laughs> Let's go out the back. Is this the one where Morgan Freeman's president? <laughs> no. Okay. Morgan mm. Freeman's version of president would never. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. None of the black versions of the. Not Jamie Foxx's version of the president. Not that other guy, David. What's his name? When he was the president, his name was David in 24. That all state guy, the deep talking guy. Oh, yeah. He would also never do yeah. it. <laughs> You're in good hands, that guy. <laughs> what other versions of black presidents out there? Ben, who has played presidents? I only have three. Those are the three that I remember. Morgan Freeman, Davy. Morgan Freeman, Davy Fox. All state guy. All state guy. Okay. Will Smith was never the president. He only saved the president. He saved the president more times than you'd like to admit. He's always saved the president. Always saving the president. Okay, are you good for the scroll? I feel like there's something going on in Canada. Yeah, there's tons going on in Canada. Oh, this guy who shot himself on the, the steps of the legislature. So in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, this here for terrible. those of us, those of you watching from international waters, mm-hmm. um, a man went to our legislative building, mm-hmm. Asian man, and yeah. um, wrote a manifesto. About uh, being treated unfairly at work. He was a truck driver. Mm-hmm. And he had gotten a job. And he, I guess there were some communication issues. Mm-hmm. And um, they started treating him rough. Pretty much bullying him at work. And yeah. um, he had enough. So he went to the legislative grounds with a pistol. And shot himself on the grounds. Right on the steps of the legislator. Later building. Wow. Killed himself. Yeah, while they were inside arguing some bill. Yeah, they were arguing a bill on the inside mm-hmm. and outside he shot himself. So yeah. He had sent yeah, he sent two emails right before he shot himself. 
I'm trying to like pull up those emails really quick. Um, but yeah, I definitely said one of them. I, w- I want to use the racism word, quite honestly, because what does it mean? And this guy's a veteran, by the way, of the Canadian forces. I also want to make sure that, um, and I also want to find his name because that's important. <coughs> I know his last name was Chan, I believe. Yeah, so he came in and he wanted to make a point, and his point was well made. Um, I don't really agree with how it was made, but he felt that he needed to be, um, he needed that type of uh, a response. He needed a response and he needed to make it a large um, scale, um, grandeur. What are they called again? Um, I don't know. Statement. Yeah, I got you. I think it's definitely a statement piece of it. I think he. It seems like he. Um. It seems like he just had enough. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot find it, which sucks, but that's okay. I guess. That's what's happening in Canada. Um. Okay. I think that's it. On the screen. On the screen. the screen. I got three quarters of the way through the Gemini screen. Man, by the way. The, the screen. There you go. People are watching us at home like this. Please, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) (laughs) Why are we even awake? I have to work in the morning. (laughs) People wasting my time. So, anyways, on the screen. On the screen. I'm three quarters of the way through Gemini Man. Three quarters of the way through Gemini Man, which, by the way, was in theaters. So she's, (laughs) she's, she's. Watching it, <laughs> not in theaters. <laughs> Using different technology. channels, <laughs> the latest technology. So, um, how is it? We could actually watch it. How <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's weird. Fantastic! I like that. Yes. I think it's the same technology that makes you old people in your phone. That same app. Face to face face app. Yeah, whatever that is. It looks like there's a thing just a little bit over his face at all times. So sometimes around his eyes it gets a little bit weird. Because mm. he's fighting himself and stuff. But I like his haircut in it. He's got this salt and pepper thing and he has a nice little fade. Mm. The funny thing about watching movies with Noel is that Noel notes... The shooting of the scenes, what order they've been shot in, based on the growth of the actor's hair. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. He, he's a barber. He'll watch a movie and he'll put it in order based on, and he's like, oh, he went to a different guy in this part. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite interesting. But, um,. It's good. I haven't gotten to the end yet, obviously. I've only been watching it for three days. So, um, 
yeah, I, I'm interested to see how it ends at this point. <coughs> okay. So the reviews are still out. The, on the plot is Man. not particularly like, don't know who to trust. Spy tries to retire, but the agency cannot let him go. So the twist, I guess, is that they send himself to kill him. They clone him. Yeah. So I'm waiting half the movie. I'm waiting half of the movie for them to reveal that they've cloned him. Meanwhile, from the beginning, you're like, oh, so they cloned him. Like, immediately. You're like, I saw the trailer. They obviously cloned him. They 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 revealed the cloning like it was like some big plot twist. And I'm like, why are they just going to say that they cloned this? Thing? And because it took them so long to reveal that they cloned him. Uh, for those of you who have not watched Gemini Man, like myself. Oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that they cloned him though, bro? Yeah. That's a spoiler alert that they cloned him? You it, thought maybe it, it was another thing? You're like, Will Smith fights himself. Went back in time. Bro. It, Looper. Literally, my guy. Looper, my Literally, guy. my guy. Any my guy, other... Looper. Any other thing would have been more imaginative than they cloned him in 1995. Looper is exactly that. They were like, we cloned you in 1995. <laughs> Bruce Willis goes back. <laughs> like, oh, he face off against that's himself. That's why he's so young. Mm. I know. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That mm-hmm. they, they, they mm-hmm. waited so long mm-hmm. to reveal that quote unquote plot mm-hmm. twist that it feels like. Doesn't it feel like a cheap plot twist? Cloning? Mm-hmm. It's not really a cheap plot twist. They pretty much are like, yeah, we cloned you before we cloned that shit. The sheep. plot twist happens in the last one Moments. third of the movie. I haven't gotten there yet. And that's prob- <laughs> Luckily, probably what's going to happen is he's like, yo, man, we need to talk about this. No. Then they talk. It's been happening. Then- They've been trying to convince this nigga that he's a clone. And he's like, I'm not you. I'm not old. You're old. I'm not old. He's just yeah. being a little douche. And then he finds out what happens and boom. He joins the side for good. I don't think so. I think that boy's gonna have his own side. He's all confused and he feels weird and so it's weird. <laughs> There's all kind of emotions in him too. It's very strange. But it's okay, it's good. Okay. Um also on the screen. Bum bum bum. Um, Frozen. Yeah, that's where we're going. To definitely took a hard left, but <laughs> I'm here. The kids want me to go see Frozen this Tuesday. Frozen two. Tuesday. So, um, they have bought the tickets already for me. Oh, you're going to see Frozen on Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So. We're going to check it out. Also, um, so Frozen, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Disney fan. of, And with Disney Plus coming out, there's a lot happening. Especially in the Star Wars universe. Whoa. I really want to see what's going to happen with that. I've been enjoying the Baby Yoda memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of Baby Yoda memes now. There's one with a bonnet and two big earrings and... And she, ha- Baby Yoda has fingernails on. It's drinking coffee. <laughs> and then somebody put up a whole bunch of Baby Yoda memes. And then I, 
it didn't have that one in it and I put that one in there and I was like me scrolling through baby Yoda memes through between clients <laughs> people were laughing it was good yeah um, also we have in theaters the theater Queen Have and Slim sorry I'm an interrupter <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry Will Smith has a movie another one about being a, an animated film about being a secret agent comes out right around Christmas this is a great one to support it's with Tom Holland and if those of you don't know who Tom Holland is, he is the young Spider man who played Spider-Man. Who Spider allegedly man. got drunk and crying, got on the phone to the executives at, at Disney. And they felt sorry for him and brought back Spider-Man allegedly. I read that article today. <laughs> okay. Did you hear that? Oh, that was on the scroll. My bad. Maybe on the screen still. Did you hear that Gabrielle got Union got fired because her hairstyles were too black? Fired from what? Whatever that judgey TV show she was on. She was a judge on some TV show. Gabrielle Union was not a judge on TV show. She was definitely a judge on the TV show, man. Because no. there's no way to get fired if she was not a judge on a TV Th there's show. A, there's a woman who plays Misty. Misty. On Luke Cage. Can I tell you something? That woman is a judge on TV show. Bro, what, Gabrielle, I don't you, like Gabrielle when you Unit, do this to me. Gabrielle, you did. I don't like it. Gabrielle, you did. And Jessica Alba have a cop show. America's Got Talent. Gabrielle Union was a judge on America's Got Talent. You mean a judge like a talent show judge? Not like a judge in a court, like Law and Order type judge. So what you're saying is that you misunderstood? <laughs> yeah. So seek for understanding next time instead of telling me I'm wrong before you know what's going on. Did I say he was, he was wrong? Yeah, you did. You said, no, Gabrielle Union is not a judge on a TV show. She's not a judge she on a TV show. She is, in fact, a judge on America's Got Talent. And okay. serves as a judge on the TV show. Well, I apologize for jumping the gun before I got all the information. Or I really thought Go I really thought it was a law and order you, judge. Before you, you smacked the volleyball back into my face. Um, yeah, apparently she got fired from America's Got Talent. And a lot of people have been talking about her firing and saying it's BS. And it came out that she got fired because they said her hairstyles were too black. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah, it happened. ABC, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's a Simon, Cow Simon Cowell show. What else is going on on the screen? Also on the screen? Queen and Slim. go ahead. It's on. Darren watched it. He said he loved it. So, Darren, our rogue reporter... Who's out there in these streets watching these movies so mm -hmm. that we don't have to at times? Mm -hmm. Has said that Queen and Slim was good. So the soundtrack was nice. The soundtrack was boss. And they said it was really stressful. And it was super stressful. Mm -hmm. you, if you want to be stressed, this is the movie. You're for not you. you're not stressed enough at work, and you want to be stressed. This is the movie for you. Go see Queen and Slim. It's a good one. You'll sit there on the edge of your seat. Come out wondering why police do the things they do. Mm -hmm. And that's it. 
Yeah. Okay. That's a screen. Did you have something else to sell? Um, I thought I had something, but I can't remember what it is right now. The Witcher is starting soon. I saw some fight scenes because it's already on in the States, of course. The Witcher being a book slash game slash now movie. Netflix. Netflix show. Series. Mini major series. Yeah, apparently it's along the line. They said that it makes the fighting in Game of Thrones just look terrible. Which I don't know that I was ever like, ooh, the fighting in Game of Thrones. I don't know if I was ever like that. But you know, Game of Thrones is more cutthroat to be or not to be stuff. Cutthroat. Dragons burning. Well, um, December Witchery. 20th, I think that starts. I'm excited for it. Yes. The Witcher. So that's going to be fun. December 20th is coming out, The Witcher. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a good one to watch. Anything coming up? Any events? The Bent Arrow Society. Bent Arrow Society. I'll be emceeing the Bent Arrow Society's Christmas party this party. Friday. Power day. It's a Friday dry party. Okay. It's a fry, dry fry, fry dry party. Dry fry. Yep. So it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. There's going to be karaoke. There's going to be a lot of things happening this Friday. That sounds fun. Then coming after that, it's Christmas. Just like that? Just like that. Christmas is upon us. My children are already telling me what they want, what they don't want, and how they want it. Okay. What they, do they not want? So I can they stay They do clear. not want a ceramic heating fan. Okay. They don't want that. Okay, I can see that that might be a problem, especially if you're not sure what the electrical ratings in the India room is. Uh, yeah, and that's a very important thing that my children have assessed. <laughs> okay. So, but the, I do know what they do want. One of them wants a spy kit. One of them... <laughs> I think we all know who wants a spy kit. Uh, one of them wants to bake. Um, one of them wants some more music stuff. Does he want to teach himself how to pick locks or what? What's his plan with this blanket? This kid. He he wants to do a lot of stuff. Is he the, definitely James Bond? He's definitely. I don't know. We'll see. All right. We'll see where he goes with it. He could be. Um, and then the last one, um, she's artsy fartsy. <laughs> so <laughs> I got quite a few, quite a spectrum of children. So do they like books? Them. Yeah, they they really do like books. They're into chapter books now, and Naraya's into books that um, remember those books back in the day that took you to the spot you got to choose your own ending oh to choose your own adventures yeah, adventures see those and i remember i used to do the transformer ones transformers more than meets the uh dip, 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 dip. <laughs> so, oh yeah so transformers <laughs> was one that i used to do help <laughs> we need a sound effects person autobots roll out <laughs> 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 oh 
seven now. <laughs> Go ahead, punchy. So then, um, you're punchy, and I'm punchy. So then, um, yeah. So he likes those. Um, the Captain Underpants series is always a big hit. Um, Nishan's into manga. Okay. Right now, he's really into manga, so he's having a good time with that. Um, the girls, they love all things Barbie. Barbie so books, Barbie TV shows. They love all things Barbie. But right now, I've been watching them. They, they watch crafts. Oh, yeah. They watch those craft TV shows. I wish I had one. So, like, if they were going to get something that's educational, it would be how to scientifically make slime. How to make glitter. They're all about glitter. Mm-hmm. So they love that stuff. Um, yeah. And of course, they all read the B-I-B-L-E. And so that's I'm sure it. they all have their own Bibles. Yes, which are getting a little tattered, but they do have their own Bibles. Mm-hmm. I don't think as an auntie in your... In your circle, I don't think the Bible is my um, jurisdiction. Yeah, there's there's quite a few other people <laughs> that get supplied. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Like I just feel like there are other things that they may expect from me that's not a Bible. That's all I'm trying to say. And that's it. Um, okay. Then all we right. got New Year's, and then. It's on to another one. Then the Black History Month unfolds right in front of us. Yeah, NBCC opening ceremonies happens at West Edmonton Mall January twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. That's in the daytime. It starts at noon, um, and it will be down by the pirate ship. Mm. The theater there. Pirate ship. And then the next day, January twenty sixth, is the church service opening ceremonies which is uh which is gonna be great okay out there um other than that um yeah then then we start with all of the black history month events february 1st five artists one love january 25th opening ceremonies oh sorry are you going back (laughs) do it because I just said it you're right okay so February 8th we have the gospel night um um extravaganza at the Jubilee Auditorium we also have uh McEwen University doing their Black History Month celebration we have Fort Saskatchewan is doing their celebration as well um out there the mayor out there is doing her thing um, and also Norquest Norquest uh, College is also doing their Black Instrument celebration so we'll be posting those soon and uh, different launches are happening but we, we're not ready to say when no, but that's we'll exciting about stuff very exciting I forget that particular project that the people don't know about it yet so once it actually comes to the surface, it's going to be really cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that was fun. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Nothing in your ears we, today? 
videos. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> You're like, wow, this show just keeps on going, huh? Mm-hmm. Quick it's in your ears. In my ears. So there's, uh, I started listening to, wasn't Sir. Um, sorry. Can't remember who's in my ears right now. Ugh. I can start. Go ahead. I'm mad late, but I've been listening to PJ Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Some of his music I didn't realize is gospel. I guess that's probably why I missed them. PJ Morton's dad is PJ S. Morton, and he came out with lots of Grammy Award-winning songs. P.J. Morton is the junior, so he is the youngest. He's the only son, and he's the junior. But he didn't necessarily want to just do gospel music, so he has done gospel songs. And a lot of people don't know that he did the song um, "Let God Have His Way," um, "Let Go and Let God," um, which was a huge hit. Um, but he's been writing and and also being the musical director for Erica Badu, Jill Scott, tons of different people. He sounds a lot like Stevie Wonder, and he plays harmonica like him, too. Yeah, he's a lot like Stevie, Marvin Gaye, all wrapped up in one. He looks like Mar- Marvin Gaye, though. He does have he does that, that Marvin Gaye flow on it. Yeah, yeah. That Marvin Gaye, too. He likes it. Mm-hmm. So those are the things. Mad Late, and also whatever stream... Whatever stream those artsy fartsy R and B kids are on now. Oh, R. I. P. Juice World. R. I. P. Juice World has died. Yeah, he had a seizure at the airport. Seizure at the airport and collapsed. Mm-hmm, and they don't know why he had the seizure. So Yeah. R. I. P. that's terrible. I hope it's not drugs. Mm-hmm. But even if somebody's on drugs, they don't deserve to die. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And um, in my ears is none other than the Bliss Band. Bliss. Now I finish it. Bliss. Now I finish it. It's true. We have been doing bliss things. Bliss is good. Blissings. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Do you have a word this week? Um, I did. Do you have one? So the word for this week that I have is, and I had been talking earlier uh, to Nilo earlier, just about life and how we how we how we roll through life and how we, how we deal with different things and how we got to do it. And sometimes. We have to control the narrative. We have to control a lot of things and take a step back and and see how things are. Sometimes things are really overwhelming, and they surround us and they and they cover us, and we feel like we're drowning. But whenever you feel like you're drowning, you have to remember that you yourself are the ocean, so you control the tide. And I like so, that. because. You're the ocean. You can't drown if you're the water itself. Mm-hmm. 
and everything that you go through all the positions that you got in it'll pass all that will pass and you'll come out stronger and you'll be able to do things better um but you have to remember stick with it stick with it and move with it mm-hmm. it's a short word but it's the word for the evening and it's a good one sometimes my words go all around the world and back again but that is it for us, everybody. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us once again for this week's episode of the, the Black, Black Multiverse, Multiverse Theory, Theory Podcast. Podcast. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Back streets back. All right. <laughs>